Yay. Welcome back to Believe You Are a Good Mom. I have a very special guest, which I'm laughing because I say that every time. But Heo, were you my very first guest? And now you're back. So we have a repeat guest. This is actually exciting. Hi, and How are you doing? <laughs> so we're going to get straight down to business. If you don't know who Heo is, she introduces herself on one of my early episodes. So you can go look into that. But she has a very exciting new offer that we are so stoked to talk about. So let's just jump into that. In fact, I have John 4 open right here. If you're watching the video on Spotify, you can see this. I have this cute little picture <laughs> taped in. And so my quad opens up to this like really easily because that picture is really thick. It's like a really big bookmark. So I love it. Let's go. Why yeah. does it have so anything to do with So for those Ford? that don't know me, my name is Heo North and I am a divorce and discipleship coach. And so what that means is I work with women of faith going through separation and divorce and to really focus on... Um, the spiritual well-being of going through that divorce, because if you haven't gone through one, or if you have gone through one, you come to realize that going through a separation and divorce, it's its own kind of refiner's fire. Like it's, it's its own landscape journey realm, all of that. And as I was going through my own separation, I came to realize just the uniqueness of it. Um, like emotionally and mentally and, and spiritually and, just psychologically, it's just different. And one of the things that I really wish that I had as I was going through my own separation and divorce were like other women that was going through separation and divorce, but they were also like focusing on Christ. Mm. Like I had friends that were going through separation and divorce, but they, they were just, they were in the thick of it, which we are all in the thick of it. Don't get me wrong. Like we're all in the thick of it, but when you're so in the thick of it, it's hard to want to make space for Christ. It's hard to want to make space for a spiritual connection and let that like lead and guide you in how you navigate your separation and divorce. And why is that? Is that because you're busy being bitter and you just want to stay bitter, that kind of thing? You're not ready yeah. to like find the lesson in the, the learning because you're just in it. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. It's because you're ready. It's like going to battle. Like when you like, when you hire your attorney and then your spice spouse hires his attorney, like game on, like it is now a war of words It's now a war of legal interpretation. It's how to implement the, the legal laws of wherever you are in regards to separation, divorce, alimony, um, child support and assets. And the big thing that you're fighting over is assets and money and money and assets equals to living and staying alive and not dying. And so the whole, it's just, it's so easy to get sucked into, um, that realm of fighting. Cause trying to stay yeah. alive is your, is your, uh, primal brain's job. And yeah. so do you think that that's kind of part of it is that it's just like triggering your, um, what, what is that called? Your, you know, your panic response in your brain, like yeah. at every turn, there's just so many things that are, that our brain interprets as an, as a threat to our life. Yeah. Right? And so it's just interesting how this one person that used to be a protector in your home, a protector of family of the marriage is no longer that protector. Like now they're facing you and they are now a threat to your existence. Yeah. That's and a wild it, 180. Yeah. And then, and what's even crazier is like, if you are a stay at home mom, 
you haven't been out, you know, getting a trade or employment or your own money, like you are now fighting for the same pot of assets and, and checking accounts, savings accounts, all of that. And so as women, it's, it's a really vulnerable space to be in Mm -hmm. and it gets messy. It really does. And so, um, I just remember just being in that position and, and really what saved me was my inherent faith in Jesus Christ and God. And I just knew that as of right now, you know, next to my attorney, like they were the ones I was always turning to. Mm-hmm. And I'm super grateful that, that God in heaven was able to like tutor me mm-hmm. and show me how to navigate my separation. But at the same time, I just remember praying to him, just saying, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm super grateful for you. (laughs) Like, I'm grateful for you talking to me and telling me what to do and how to navigate this and what to accept, what not to accept, what to ask for, what to back away from. Um, But I really wish I had another person I can talk to, like another actual human being, (laughs) not a divine being. So... And I think he really understood that um, because, because just like not even a month ago, I came to realize that this is a woman's group that I needed to create for all those other women that are like me, that they wish they could be with other like-minded women mm-hmm. of Christ going through separation and divorce and, and navigate, you know, all of this um, from a place of from a place of covenant keeping maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really and good. So, Cause I think yeah. a lot of people just sort of naturally think, well, I made a covenant to stay with this guy forever. I have to stay in this marriage. And so in order to consider that you're still keeping your covenants, even through a divorce, that's, that's a bright, a brain shift, right? Yeah, it is a brain shift. And it was like, for me, my, my shift came to, okay, now my covenant is in covenanting to stay with God. I'm covenanting to stay with Christ in, in this messy, in the messy middle. Yeah. And how do I do that? Awesome. I love how you said it's like you go to war because you know, my business is called drop the war. I know. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so I'm like, Cause that's really what it's all about, right? Like the world says you have to have a messy divorce with casualties here and there and everywhere. And you better not do it till the kids are out of the house. Cause they can't handle it. And all the things that the world tells you about a divorce and that for sure you're not keeping your covenants and, and that like divorces, all the things, right. Yeah. And that is what puts you at war is all those things. And the world telling you, you need these assets. You can't survive without the money. Like the money is everything. Right. But Christ tells us to trust in him, right. To seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. So I jumped into your life kind of in the second half of what you've been going through, you know? And so it looked to me like you had definitely dropped the war. Like what you just described of going to war. I don't know that person. (laughs) Yeah. So I had already gone past that. Yeah. When you met me, it was what last summer I had already gone past the war, you know, but at the beginning it was like game on. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and so, the, and the, and the world tells you that you should be angry. The world tells you that you have a right. You are entitled to your anger. You're entitled to your, your resentments. You're entitled to, 
to your hate. Like that's the messaging. Mm -hmm. But like Christ's messaging is nothing like that. And that was a really big shift for me. It's like, how do I do this without being angry? Like, how do I do this? And I remember the biggest shift was when I asked God, I was like, okay, you tell me that there's the two great commandments we're supposed to keep, love you, and then love our neighbor as ourself, you know? And so I'm like, I can, I can do the first one, but like, but how do I love this other person? Mm-hmm. Like, how do I do that? How do I keep that commandment? And, um, and I came to realize that he's ever since that, that prayer, he has been teaching me how to like live the second great commandment, which means you drop the war. Awesome. And so I, I can see in you that sometimes you're ready to pick up your sword and sometimes you pick up your shield and you put on your armor and things like that. And then sometimes you drop it and it's, it's not like a one and done is I think my point. Mm-hmm. And so I love this group that you're putting together because you're welcoming in all the phases, no matter what you're going through. Some of us will have been there. Some of us are about to be there. We're all in different phases and let's all help each other. So tell us more about, about women at the well. So, um, I, I can't even tell you exactly when this all this download of revelation came to me that I was meant to do this group, but, um, but when it did come to me, when it did came to me, it just made so much sense. You know, um, if you're aware of the biblical story about the woman at the well, she's someone who was divorced five times, was living with a guy, was a Samaritan and was a woman. And clearly because she was getting water from the well, um, not with the other woman, there was an element of her being an outcast or look or being looked down upon. And yet even when she had all of these strikes, okay, and I'm going to put these in air quotes, strikes against her, the Savior saw fit to to reveal himself to her for whatever reason. But he felt that she was the perfect vessel to carry on his message to the Samaritans. This is one of his like first missionary efforts And so, and so as I was like, really like pondering upon this story about the significance of coming to the well and drinking of the living water and coming to the feet of Christ, I was thinking, you know, this is what as women that are going through separation and divorce, this is what we need is that even when we are wanting to pick up the the spear, when, even when we're wanting to put on our armor, we are still invited to drink of the living water. Even when we want to be angry, even when we want to like start building a wall, we're still invited to drink the water. We're never invited to not drink the water. And so my desire is for us women going through separation and divorce, coming together with a desire to choose Christ in the midst of our conflicts and to intentionally drink from the living waters of the gospel of Jesus Christ and to let our relationship with our heavenly parents, with our savior, Jesus Christ, be the number one focus in our divorce. 
which is going to be a little scary because we want to focus on the money. We want to focus on where that 401k is going to go, make sure that we get half of it. We want to focus on um, the percentage of times that our kids are going to be with us. Like we want to focus on that. And I get that. I, I want your listeners to know I get it, but I also get that the journey gets easier when we put Christ first. Mm-hmm because the revelation will begin to come and flow into us and that you'll be given principles and knowledge and precepts on how to navigate your separation. And that's my greatest desire for the woman at the well. Awesome. I love it. So to me, you look like this woman here, the Samaritan woman at the well, and then (laughs) she goes off running and spreading the word. Um, she left her water pot, her water pot. I love that. And went her way into the city and saith, come, is this not the Christ? She, so she's like gathering people, right? She was this outcast, but then like she got, you know, I picture her like really embarrassed to even talk to people, but then all of a sudden she has this new, like juju juice, right? She's drunk the living water and she's ready to go like spread it to everyone else. And then I picture, what does the well look like the next day? You know, like she was there all by herself that first day, but now she's spread the word just like you're doing and gathering the women together to be, um, a strength and a support for each other. So awesome. And I also love the, uh, woman at the well story because it's one of the references where Christ calls himself the great. I am, you know, the term I am used here in the Greek is identical with the whatever usage in Exodus, which identifies Jehovah. So Jesus said unto her, I am he, you know, and we love to use this I am thing because we believe that I am a good mom, right? Believing that we are, you are a good person and you're going through a separation or divorce and Christ can help you navigate all of that. Absolutely. And with the support of your other women at the well, it's so good. So excited about your new group. So if any listeners are going through it. He owes your, he owes your woman. She's ready. I am. I totally am. (laughs) So what are the details? How do they get involved? So I will give Emily, um, my signup link. Mm -hmm. And so, um, if you are interested in getting on the list of when it gets, when it launches, then, um, then yeah, all you needed to sign up with your name and email address. And I will get in contact with you it, with details as to um, when we begin meeting, it'll be weekly, a zoom link and um, a website that will give you further information. Awesome. So, so we're kind of in wait list phase right now. So yeah, join the wait, wait list, list and phase. then wait anxiously for the details. I know. <laughs> oh, fun. Okay. Awesome. Well, Heo, thank you so much for being here again. Uh, any last wisdom you want to impart? I get heal wisdom all day long. (laughs) I'll share a little bit with you here. I would say that, um, to all of your women and your listeners that are going through separation, divorce, you have the capacity and the potential to have a really tangible relationship with your heavenly parents and your savior, Jesus Christ, where you're able to receive revelation that you need to, navigate what you need to navigate and it will be well worth the effort and the work to put into doing that and so so awesome so i love your focus on um 
on Christ, obviously. And I too am starting a support group for moms that have kids that have type one diabetes. I have two daughters with T1D myself. And, um, and I, as I've been trying to kind of gather the women, right. Um, it's a little bit out of my comfort zone because I don't know what they believe. And I believe that Christ can help them and that he's come to earth to help everyone. Right. And so whether they believe in Christ or not, I still want to spread that and be, feel free to, you know, use prayer and meditation and things like as part of our, our support. And so I really appreciate your example doing that. And, um, and really like in both instances, like whether your child is sick or you're divorcing, like it's a lot of, it's hard. Right. And whenever we go through something hard, we can either turn towards God or turn away from him. And there may be times where, I mean, he lovingly has his arm stretched out no matter which direction you want to go. Yeah. But, um, and it's all, it's all good. It's all part of your process. It's all part of the reason we came to this earth. But if you're bitter at God and you don't want to hear about Jesus helping you, then, then you can join our clubs later when you're not <laughs> feeling so better. Or if you're ready, like just the door is just a little bit cracked open still that you're ready to, to embrace using Christ as the strength that you need to get through hard things and enjoy. Sure. Groups. And no matter what, what the decision is or where, our women are in their journey, whether they're ready to take the next step or they just want to stay where they are. You know, I mean, I love your message of like, you are still a good mom. You are still good. Yeah. No matter what. And that you're not defined by the choices that you make. Yeah. You just already are. Yeah. Which is a really good message when you're struggling through a divorce, I would assume, because there can be a lot of shame and a lot of blame and a lot of, shaming and blaming yourself and your spouse and who knows what else, you know? Yeah. But nothing's gone wrong here. Drops the shame and the blame. And then we can drop the war, (laughs) drop the war with nothing's gone wrong here. It's all part of the plan. So anyway, thank you so So much. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye.